Welcome to Lead Agent Empire, Episode 8. Oh yeah! Hey, so today we're going to talk about social media and how to get leads via social media marketing tactics and strategies. And um, I've been doing social media for a long, long time, for like forever, literally since the beginning of social media on the internet. And um, it's, you know, one of those things that's evolved a lot. Um, it's always a constant for us in our businesses. And we've been changing a lot. Mark's been doing a lot with, um, with just kind of growing his visibility on social media. And uh, so we're going to talk a little bit about that and how it can be a really great tool uh, to help grow leads for a real estate agent. So we'll cover tips on how you can both grow your audience and get more leads uh, with your social media marketing in this episode. So Mark, why don't you take it away with some uh, some fun stats, nice stats because <laughs> we're nerds. All right. Thanks, Alessandra. So why is social media crucial for agents to optimize their lead growth? Well, 94% of people start their home search online. You think of those big websites like Real Realtor.com, Zillow, um, Redfin, people start their home search online these days. It makes sense that you go to where the people are at and where they're spending their time. A lot of people spend time also on social media. So some general tips we want to provide you. Uh, number one, think local and be very specific with your content in regards to location. Be the go-to person for your area. Be the one that's visible so that when people think of your area, they think of you. Be synonymous with that area. Yeah, be and I think what's really important with this too is that um, you know, think about what people are looking for in your area. So they may be interested in uh, local events or things for their kids. You know, really, you have to tap into like the lifestyle of the area and what what people are going to do. It's not just like, hey, I'm buying a home, but people want to buy a home because they want to get plugged in locally. They may want to get plugged in with a the neighborhood. They want, may want to get plugged in with um, a certain area that has like stuff for their kids. So um, always think of like that lifestyle around buying a home. Right. Absolutely. Become an influencer. It's very important that you give value and share your expertise with the people who are viewing your social media sites, uh, whether it's Instagram, especially Instagram, Snapchat, Facebook, uh, Twitter, etc. Snapchat. <laughs> Whoever still uses it. I am like, you never I, know. I mean, Snapchat for a while. But. <laughs> okay. Facebook stories and Insta, Insta stories. I mean, I'm sure there Snapchat go. works. We don't do I'm much sure. of that, so. <laughs> Right. Then you want to be authentic. You want to get really personal with people. Stand out by showing your personal side and don't be afraid to show more details about yourself and your life, wherever appropriate, of course. Uh, there is such thing as oversharing, but people do like genuine people. They like to see honesty. They like to see the struggles you're going through, the successes you're going through. Um, yeah. And that's what's been really interesting. Yeah. Is Mark has been open with like, you know, as he yes. does the business, he's been like, you know, this hasn't been as easy as they all say, you know, right. he shares his struggles. It's not like, I don't think you want to be someone who's like constantly complaining, but it's okay to show some of that humanity and some of kind of your, your, um, struggles as you're growing your business, because I think people are like, Oh, okay. Like they're not, I think the misconception is people think that, you know, all real estate agents are super rich and they're just never right. going to need any more money in their life because they're so loaded. Right. And I think if they understand like how, you know, how difficult it is to grow a real estate business, they start to think, Oh, you know, I'm going to work with this person because they're real, you know, yeah. so don't always be like having just a facade. That's a really good point. And something I want to add to that too, is where Alessandra was saying that people just think all real estate agents are loaded and you know, you you will find it, it, it's so it's so important to educate your clients because there is a, a big misconception out there that you know you have to be 
driving the fanciest car, live in the biggest house, if you're a real estate agent or you're just not a good real estate agent. But that's just not the truth at all. You know, being a good real estate agent doesn't mean having the most money or having the most cars or houses or whatever. It means being able to be visible, being able to get in front of people, get more clients. That's what makes you successful. I mean, you could be the best real estate agent there is, but if you're not marketing yourself well, then you're not going to become more successful in your business. Yeah, like for example, our chair is squeaking like crazy. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> So that's a that's fun genuine. Little, that's real. That's real life, guys. I'm like trying to hold the chair so chair. that it doesn't squeak. Because I'm like, Mark, stop moving. Uh, uh, sorry, I get a little bouncy at times. She always says, you know, be yourself. I'm like, should yeah. I stop with the hand motions? I don't really do a lot of hand motions. She's like, you're Italian. Of course you do I'm hand like, motions. You do I'm a like, lot really? Of hand I don't, I don't, I don't really know. Like you <laughs> <it>. <laughs> All right. Then you want to start conversations. Being on social media means being social. So obviously, it's in the name. You got to be social. You got to start conversations, and you know, start maybe ten conversations conversations a day with people online, with your own sphere, and then branch out from there. Yeah. And so um, I think something that I've really, we've enjoyed a lot. And when Mark was first getting to the business, it was like the early days of going live on social. So our next tip is to go live. Um, he started really early when it was Periscope. That was like the very beginning of live um, on social media. And then now, you know, really a lot is Facebook and YouTube. But um, he was really just like, any opportunity if he was going to an open house, if he was doing right. a showing, right. he would say like, this is a great opportunity for me to just like do the same thing as I would do with a client and take yeah. people around and share like what I'm doing today. Right. Um, you know, or if you're putting a sign in the yard or whatever, you can take those opportunities to do like small little live segments of your day today mm -hmm. as a real estate agent. Yeah. Take every opportunity to um, be social. Like, yes, like Alessandra said, whenever I'd put a listing sign in the yard, take an opportunity to make a live video, put it on Instagram, just keep that social proof uh, funnel going. People love that. I can't tell you how many friends and colleagues I've run up to who are always telling me, Mark, you're, you're doing so well. You're so big. I see you everywhere. Congrats on that sale or that listing. And I'm like, yeah, man, because I'm visible. And these people are, are maybe doing just as well as me or maybe not quite as well, but they're doing pretty well. But I don't know because I don't see their stuff going live on social media. So you can really take control of the narrative and your perception by, by getting more um, focus on social media and, and really calling out your successes and things like that. And so um, another thing that sounds fancy and is not as hard as it sounds is right. to automate while you can. Yeah. Um, Mark does a lot of really good automation in his business with CRMs. And Had a good like trainer. Uh, no, he learns, <laughs> a lot on, he learns a lot on his own too. She's um, the marketing but, expert. Uh, but yeah, so like you can automate in areas like chatbots. So chatbots are really great <laughs> because they're an easy way to get people, you know, starting a conversation with you on your social media channels. Um, but they take the conversation far enough where it's like, hey, you know, what are you interested in and things like that where you don't have to be there, but it still feels real and live. Right. And then you can step in when they're either like qualified. Let's say you go through a step process where it asks them questions and you know that once they answer a certain way, you want to step in and have that conversation. If they're like, oh, I'm not interested in the for the next 10 years, you don't really want to be involved in that yet and say, hey, maybe it's not the right time for you. Um, so but make sure you make it still feel natural. Right. Absolutely. Um, you also want to keep the platform in mind, like which social network are you doing? Are you using more? Because they're each different. They have their own pros and cons, you know, Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, Snapchat, etc. They'll have different photo dimensions. Uh, the messaging needs to be different. Like if it's Snapchat, it's got to be a short and sweet message. If it's Instagram, you want to make sure it's a really nice, really beautiful picture, right? If it's Facebook, 
Um, how would you describe a good Facebook post? I mean, I think <laughs> Facebook, you know, they always say stop the scroll and you want to stop mm. the scroll by something that a lot of times Facebook is a little more off the cuff. It's kind of like more genuine, especially with mm. uh, stories. So whether it's on Instagram stories or Facebook stories, you can be doing things that are a little bit less polished. They don't yeah. have to be like your most glamorous right. kind of thing. Uh, again, it can be your day to day. Like we were talking about with live, just like going through your day and saying, here's where, what I'm doing today. Um, here's how, you know, I'm going to go meet a client or something like that. So, um, Facebook can be a little bit more real time in right. stories and Facebook and Instagram. What about, um, age too? Like I think different age demographics are on different, um, social media networks like Facebook. I've heard or like, you know, 30 plus kind of people, Instagram or Snapchat are like younger. So maybe who you, whoever you're trying to target, you want to consider yeah, that. I mean, I do think that's true. If you're really, especially if you're specializing in a certain area, that's like a much older demographic mm. or a much younger demographic. Right. Um, Instagram is, is a little bit younger, but really, honestly, there's people on all platforms and like a lot of different ages. So, um, I'd say focus on kind of one platform that you want to really become known for. Mm. Um, I personally love Instagram. I haven't been like that, that great at Instagram in my own personal life, but um, I think we've seen that there's a lot more engagement on there and it's a lot less competitive because like everyone's focused on Facebook. Right. So if you can be a little bit different by saying, Hey, Instagram is going to be where I'm going to like, kind of like plant the flag. Um, then you can probably get some good traction on there because people are kind of more like focused on Facebook. They're like, oh, I always say they're like, you know, shiny object syndrome on Facebook where they're kind of all right. over the place. So Instagram's a little bit more like they're in their feed. They're really like focused on what they're looking at. All right. And the other thing I want to mention really quickly is wherever you start getting reviews and stuff like that, if you're doing it on a social network, make sure you stick with it. Uh, I started getting reviews on like realtor.com or, or Google. Uh, but I try to stick with my Facebook page because no matter, you know, if I had switched brokerages at times in the past, I can keep those reviews versus my Google reviews. When I had switched brokerages a couple times, it got all kinds of messed up because now I had reviews over on my previous brokerage that had worked out. And then now a couple on the new one, I would say wherever you began getting your reviews, um, keep them there because that way you'll have that longevity of their reviews. And, and I've got dozens and dozens on my Facebook, um, professional business page there. So I just try to keep it all in one place. Yeah, And what I would say is like, you can, you can definitely do that, but Mark's already gone so many. I mean, he has like a ton on there. Um, that I think what you can do is kind of cycle through. So let's say you've really gotten a ton already and you're right. like, I'm pretty Diversify, solid on Facebook sure. and you're like beyond what you'll ever need, you know, then you can right. kind of do a cycle through and say, okay, now I'm going to focus on Google reviews. Once you get maybe 10 or something on there, now I'm going to focus on realtor.com reviews. Once you get 10, then you kind of go through. So that way you're directing like targeted groups of your, your, you know, it could even be by year. Like let's say one year right. you focus on reviews on Facebook, another year focus on reviews on like Zillow or something that so that way you you're getting kind of uh diverse reviews everywhere. Right. And speaking of being everywhere, try to be everywhere without spending too much of your time and effort making yourself be everywhere. <laughs> Repurpose your content to reach more people on the platforms they like to spend time on without spending all of your time on those same platforms. You got to manage your time and make sure you're still visible in different places. Yeah. And so, um, I think the, the thing we will close with because we try to do this in marketing in general is, right. uh, always give them a call to action. So, um, call to action, if you're not aware is like so important in marketing. Cause if someone doesn't know what to do next, they don't, they won't take that action. They'll just be like, cool. Sounds good. I like this information. But if you're telling them like click this button or if you're telling them do this thing next, um, you know, or, or give me a review or whatever that next step is, 
um, or join my Facebook group, whatever that is, um, they're going to know what step to take. And surprisingly, a lot of people are like, okay, I'll do that. I'll subscribe to you or whatever you're telling me to do. And so, um, you know, you're keeping your audience moving forward with that like micro conversion. And that kind of gives them a little bit more of a commitment to you because they say they've taken some step that you've asked them to. Um, but also, like I said, cycle through those things. So, you know, you don't want to have like 10 different calls to action, like give me a review, subscribe, blah, 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 right. blah. Like, right. people are like, I don't know, I'm going to do any, I'm not going to do any of them because you just told me 10 right. things. Right. It confuses. But, um, but, <laughs> You know, so stick to one call to action right. on each page, stick to one call to action on each email, but you can kind of cycle through them. Let's say, you know, one month you're kind of focused on building your, you know, following on YouTube. Um, let's say another month you're focused on, on Facebook. You can kind of cycle those things around so that you collect different, different like assets across different mm -hmm. social media platforms. So sign up for the waiting list to join Agent Growth Academy by going to agentgrowthacademy.com where you'll be able to sign up and get notified to become a founding member and truly get the help we wish we had when we first started our real estate business and journey. Thanks guys. Have a great day.